हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट वन सोशल थ्योरी एंड इट्स कंटेक्स्ट एंड आवर टॉपिक इज इंडिविजुअल वर्सेस कोलेक्टिविटी दस वाइल द थिंकर्स ऑफ द एनलाइटनमेंट एम्फेसाइज्ड द इंडिविजुअल the reaction of those who opposed these thinkers wanted to emphasize the collectivity thus these thinkers wanted to point out that there was more to existence than the individual and this was society itself society was viewed as one long flow from past to present towards the future further we find that roles and relationship along with organizations were the important aspects again wholeness was vital aspect emphasizing that the parts of a society were interrelated further the conservative reaction abhorred social change which it felt was distr raptive and could lead to societal disorder thus the view of institutions was wholly uncritical therefore while change was leading forward to a new world the conservative reaction supported hierarchical structures and felt it to be essential for the system of status and renumeration these were some of the essential features that existed and had to be faced by the liberals those with the enlightenment that is having a positive view of both the french revolution and the industrial revolution let us now turn briefly to some of the sociologists of the enlightenment the first one is comte and the enlightenment comte 1798 to 1857 pioneering work in sociology a term he coined comprised of partly an analysis and reaction to the enlightenment and the french revolution thus comte positive philosophy was aimed at what he felt to be a counter to that he considered to be the ill effects of the enlightenment his own approach was influenced by various counter revolutionary thinkers such as de bonald comte was however different from these counter revolutionaries and he ruled out a regression to the medieval time because science had advanced too much to make that possible on the other hand he developed an excellent theory theoretical system much better than anyone else at that time the scamte's sociology of social physics or what he called sociology was developed as a counter to the social anarchy 
unleashed in France after the revolution. He wanted to build sociology after the rigorous approach of science, especially physics. Comte's was an evolutionary theory which comprised a law which has three ascending steps or stages which have a claim to universality that is they apply to all societies. Thus, in this theory we have first the theological stage circa 1300 in which supernatural powers and religious icons are the most important factors impacting on society and even the world is believed to be a product of God. The second one is the metaphysical stage circa 1300 to 1800 was one in which nature held to explain everything about man and society. And the third stage is positivistic stage 1800 came next and was fundamentally influenced by science and the laws that it discovered. Thus, there was no good or nature in this stage so far as explanations are concerned. Comte's proposition is that it is intellectual confusion that leads to social anarchy. According to him, the positivistic stage dominates only when even the traces of the theological and metaphysical stages have been finally reduced. If not completely eliminated from society, only then would order prevail and evolutionary scheme be proved correct. Since Comte's position was evolutionary, it is clear that he did not believe in violent type of revolutions. We can mention some other aspects of his work and this includes his observation on social structure and social change. Comte stressed the interrelatedness of all components of a society. He also believed that consensus in society was a major requirement. Further, he did not believe in the exploitative views of the production process that is capitalist and workers. Comte further recommended that there was a need for theorizing and also of research. Finally, Comte as a sociologist believed that sociology would ultimately emerge as a dominant force due to its excellence in understanding social processes. Now let us move to the next point Durkheim and the Enlightenment. We now turn to Durkheim 1858 to 1917 as the sociologist who took on the mental from Comte who was his 
predecessors. Durkheim believed, unlike Kamte, that the enlightenment was not all negative, but in fact did have some position aspect, such as emphasis on scientific method. Durkheim was against anarchy and social chaos, and large oppositions of his work deal with studies of social order which he felt was the need of the hour. Durkheim was a prolific writer and wrote many classical works in sociology. Thus, in the Rules of Sociological Method 1895, he stressed that sociology is a study of social facts. These social facts are such that they are external to and coercive to inducers in society. This emphasis of study had a great influence on other sociologists. He demonstrated the usefulness of this approach in his study of suicide, 1897, in which he showed how social forces have an impact on individuals and their actions within society. His emphasis, however, was not on the individual but the social causes behind it. He was keen to study differences in the suicide rate in different social categories and groups, for example, groups, regions and countries. According to Durkheim, it was the variations within the social facts which explained different rates of suicide in different groups. Durkheim initiated two types of social facts, material and non-material. Material facts, bureaucracy, law, differ from non-material facts, social institutions and culture. And it was later that Durkheim focused upon in most of his work. In the elementary forms of the religious life 1912 to 1965, Durkheim studied a primitive society so that he could find religion in a primitive form. In doing this, the research would also shed light on religion in modern world. For Durkheim, society itself is the basis for religion. This insight implied that the Durkheim was for the status quo, so far as society is concerned for society as God is sacred and cannot be overthrown, only amalgorated. Durkheim's work ensured that the sociology had made a place for itself in France by the end of the 19th century and the beginning of the 20th century. Durkheim in 1898 set up a scholarly journal called Lenny Sociologue, which was very successful in promoting the Durkheimian brand of sociology to the other schools and academics. 
Thus, the context of social revolution and the rise of industrialization met with an academic response in the shape of the Durkheim's analysis of society. After Durkheim, there was a plethora of his students and disciples who carried out on the work. Thus, with Durkheim and his disciples, sociology rose in stature and had begun to be widely accepted in France as a distinctive discipline. Now let us wind up this session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.